Hey everybody, John Mark Comer here. Welcome to the Bridgetown Daily for Friday, May 15th. To end our week, I have a very short Sabbath meditation for you. Comer's Sabbath Friday night to Saturday night. I know that most of you Sabbath on Sundays, which is great, much better for most of you. But all of us are moving, I hope, in theory, toward an entire day sometime over the weekend set aside for rest and worship. But that is a bit tricky of late, right? I mean, it's weird to Sabbath in a season where we're home all week long and a lot of us have to be on our devices all the time. There's an article going around from the BBC entitled, The Reason Zoom Calls Drain Your Energy. And when I read it, it was just like, ah, there is all the science behind my felt experience of Zoom fatigue. One doctor in it was quoted as saying, most of our social roles happen in different places. Think about home or a restaurant or a bar or work or church. But now the context has collapsed. Imagine if you go into a bar and in the same bar you talk with your professors, meet your parents or date someone. Isn't that a little weird? That's what we're all doing now. We're confined in our own space in the context of a very anxiety-provoking crisis. And our only space for interaction is a computer window. And in our current at-home, you know, kind of hyper-digital reality for however long this goes on, it's very hard to demarcate a kind of line between work and rest and play and worship. The line is blurry, in particular because a lot of the point of technology is to blur the line, something like Instagram, which is designed to blur the line between Jesus and work and friends and family and all of it. So it's really easy in the digital ether to get in a kind of unembodied lack of rhythm. So one thing we do to sanctify or set apart the Sabbath as a special day, and we did this pre-pandemic as well in our family, is start with some kind of a ritual and end with one as well. So to start at sundown on Friday night, you know, we light the candles and We pour a glass of wine and we read a psalm or a poem and then we have a little liturgy. It's really short that we all recite together as a family that's really kind of soothing. And in that spirit, here's a little meditation to help you transition. In fact, you may just even want to hit pause on this and come back to it. Um, I hesitate to say this because I'm a strong advocate of turn off your phone once a week for the Sabbath, a digital Sabbath as well. Not in a legalistic way. It's obviously not a command in the Bible. But you might want to hit pause and come back to this before, sometime before your Sabbath. First off, let me just read the Sabbath command over you from Exodus, from Mount Sinai, and what we now call the Ten Words or the Ten Commandments. Here is number four, by far the largest and the longest of all ten. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all of your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son or daughter, nor your male or female servant, nor your animals, nor any foreigner residing in your towns. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them, but he rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Notice two very simple things. There's so much here, but just two very simple ones from the opening line. One, we are to remember the Sabbath. 
which is more than just, you know, hey, remember that 24-hour time period. Remember when it starts and when it ends. It's far, I think, greater than that. Remember that there is a rhythm to life, that we are human beings, not machines. We don't live 24-7. We don't even live 24-6, right? We were designed by a beautiful mind. And as beautiful as we are, we are also weak and fragile and emotional and mortal and dependent and contingent creatures. And the creator of all is our pastor and our provider. Remember that someone else is running the universe, not me. Remember that I'm not in control of most of what will happen to me and around me and not even what all will happen through me. And that is just okay. Remember that the world will go on just fine without me for a day, without my voice, without my contribution, without a tweet from me or a post on Instagram or anything at all. And above all, just remember God and your own soul before God. Can you imagine an entire day set aside every week just to remember what is? And secondly, the way that we are to remember the Sabbath day is, quote, by keeping it holy. Or that word kadosh in Hebrew or holy can also be translated set apart or dedicated to God. It's uh, a special is the most easy kind of way to translate that Hebrew word special. It's not just any day. It's different. It's special. It's not just a day off or a day to binge watch Netflix or catch up around the house on our to-do list or do a little online shopping. And I don't mean that in a legalistic way at all. Just in that's not the heart behind it. It is a holy day. It is a day for your soul to abide in Jesus' language, to make its home in God and let God make its home in your soul in order to live from that place all week long. Walter Brueggemann in his little book on Sabbath has this great line, my favorite line in the book, where he writes that people who keep Sabbath live all seven days differently. And that is the heart behind Sabbath. It's almost like a weekly reset button to kind of come back to our center in God and live from what Kelly called the unhurried center of serenity and peace and power. It's kind of like if you're a runner, I just got done with my daily run. And, you know, when I'm running more seriously, which is I'm kind of in the middle right now, you know, I start my run with drills where I do three different kind of drills just to kind of get my form right, my posture right, my leg movement right. But then as the run goes on, about, you know, halfway, three quarters of the way through the run, you start to get tired or near the end, you start to get worn down. And all of a sudden my form just goes out the window and I slouch and I, you know, run on my heels of my feet and I shuffle along. And so sometimes the best thing you can do to finish that run is to stop and rest for a moment and then go through your little drills again to get your posture right in order to finish well. Sometimes Sabbath is like it's just that moment to breathe, to pause, to reset our posture 
at a psycho-spiritual level toward the world and life itself in order to, as it's written in the New Testament, run the race with perseverance. In the language of a poem I'm about to read over you, quote, that we may live rightly in this season of our lives. How many of you want to live rightly? I know you do. I do for sure. And I feel like it's more important now than ever before to live rightly with good posture, with our chin up, with our heart full of hope over the horizon, full, wide, and awake to all that God is stirring up and doing and all the creativity and new birth. If you were listening to Strawn yesterday, that God is stirring up and the gift that God wants to bring to the world through us us in this time of great pain and suffering. We need to live rightly, which means we need to rest more than ever. On that note, let me read over you a Sabbath poem, or really it's a poetic prayer by James Vanden Bosch. Invite you just before I read to take a deep breath. Sabbath is a great time to practice some very deep breathing. Become aware of your body, any sensations in it, any tension or fatigue or stress or tightness in your chest or levity in your spirit, buoyancy, energy, how it's coming out of your body, anger even, whatever it is, just become aware, invite God into each and every sensation. Invite God into the center of your soul. Take a moment to just take stock of the room around you, the window in front of you, the sky above you. Take a moment and give thanks for one or two things. And now let me just read over you. God of creation, God of the seasons, bless your creatures with seasons of delight. Lord of the Sabbath, you have established the rhythms of life. Establish in us also the rhythms for human prospering. Grant us the good sense to enjoy Sabbath rest in this season. Grant us, moreover, wisdom to know that there is a time to play a time to cease from our labors, a time to sense majesty in a blue sky, richness in green grass, love in faithful friends, and joy in our being. Grant us then blue skies this summer and green grass. Grant us faithful friends and the time, strength, and spirit for play. Grant us the wit to know the goodness of this creation, which, blind, defiant, or ungrateful, we despoil. Send our roots rain, send our hearts ease, so that we may show in our lives that we can live rightly in this season of our lives and see it as if for the first time in wonder, in awe, and in a spirit of thanksgiving. Amen.